All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and don't go gently y'all. All right. Happy Sunday and welcome to the second ever Q&A episode. This time it is with listener Jackie Borrego from Texas. Hey, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Amy. So tell me where you're from in Texas because I'm from Austin. Okay. So I've actually kind of been all over Texas. Me and my husband like to call it the tour to 35. So we've kind of been in San Antonio, Austin, but now we find ourselves in Fort Worth. I'm here for an internship. So it's been really nice to be here. An internship for what? For my um, specialist degree in school psychology. So I'm finishing up my master's. Yeah. I graduated in May. So I'm so excited. Oh, I can see the smile on your face. Like that is such a big accomplishment. I think what I'm going to do is read the email that you sent me and then we'll let you get into the questions that you've curated for the episode. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, Amy, longtime listener, second time emailer. Last week when I heard about you potentially opening up the opportunity to share conversation with you on the walk thing, which I'm inserting myself here to the email, we're now just calling (laughs) the listener Q&A, but some are calling it the Sunday stroll. (laughs) Okay, back to the email. I got so excited. You have no idea. The last time you let a listener interview you, I was floored with how kind and generous you were with your time. For years, I've had such a complicated relationship with food, exercise, and my body. Walking was and continues to be the only thing that never feels like a requirement. 
This gentle moment of movement that used to feel not enough is now something I deeply look forward to. I even put walking as one of my favorite things on my personalized four things pouch. See attached picture, which thank you for sending a picture. (laughs) I love that, Jackie. Back to your words. Everyone that knows me knows how much I love a good, long, juicy, hot girl walk. I go there to spend time with friends, think, reflect, tune in, listen to music or podcasts. It's a moment for sure. Anyway, enough rambling. I would love the opportunity for you to consider me to share space together and walk alongside you and your listeners for a day. P.S. I won't lie. I was discouraged when I heard you say on today's episode that so many people submitted entries for this. I almost didn't send this, but like my grandfather used to say, why not? Last thing, I swear, I just wanted to say I'm thankful you have such a community that surrounds you and loves you. It seems like the past two years have been challenging to say the least. I can't do much, but I can send all the love and light your way. I really hope to hear from you soon. Your friend, Jackie Borrego from Texas. So thank you, Jackie, for that amazing email and for being a part of the listener Q&A, aka Walk Thing, aka Sunday Stroll. So I'm going to give the mic to you and you are going to take over because this is now the Jackie show. Oh my God. Well, um, thank you for reading that. I wasn't anticipating you reading it. And I remember when I was writing it, it was very quick and off the cuff. And I had heard you and Kat talk about it and I wanted to send it and then I forgot because life is busy. And so when I heard you guys talk about it again, I wanted to make sure I sent something. So I did it really quick. So I hope it's encouragement for people to just do it again, even if they're not sure how it's going to go. But um, questions. I have so many, but I'm going to kind of try to keep it to four since we do four things around here. So first and foremost, how are you doing? Wow. How are you doing? Is such a That's such a question where a lot of times I think we could answer, I'm good or I'm uh-huh. fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. But honestly, actually, I'm recording with you returning off a trip that I took back home to Austin to spend some time with my cousin and my aunt, who fun fact, they're not biologically my aunt, my cousin, but I've just always called my aunt Lisa, my aunt Lisa. And actually you're listening to this on Sunday. So my cousin came on four things on Thursday's episode. So if you missed that, go back and listen to it. And we talked a little bit about our time together and my aunt has cancer and is entering the hospice phase soon, which, you know, for my mom, she was in hospice for about seven days. Some people are in hospice for a year or more. So we really just don't know how much time we have, but we do know that she's stopping chemo and radiation. And that means palliative care from here on out, which is just keeping her comfortable and letting the cancer do its thing. And I wanted to go while she was still lucid and we could tell stories. She was best friends with my mom and dad. That's why I grew up calling her Aunt Lisa all through the 80s. Our parents lived next to each other. And then she remained good friends with both my mom and my dad, even after they were divorced. She was very close to both of them towards the end of their lives. And it was just important for me to connect with her because she wanted that and she knew my parents would want that. And there were so many stories. And she's like, if you have questions, I might be one of the last people that'll know some of the stories you want to know about. And my cousin is just such a gift of light for sure. You know, you said you can send me love and light. And I feel like that's what this weekend was for me. It filled my cup up. Like I even got to have dinner with some high school BFFs and my cousin joined us and I went to the hike and bike and we walked and 
we had coffee each morning and we reminisced. We were intentional with time. We told stories. We looked at old photos. And so if you're asking how I am, like today, even with the time change this week and travel delays, canceled flights and getting home super late, like I didn't really sleep much last night, but my cup is full and it's amazing how it changes the energy in you and the energy you put out. Like I walked into the Bobby Bone Show even this morning with an extra pep in my step because I just was so full of all the things that I needed. And I wasn't supposed to be in Austin this last week and I was supposed to be in Florida. So it was one of those last minute switches. And so that's just some encouragement to sometimes listen Sure, if you already have other plans, but like evaluating, you know, what's the right thing to do, or maybe is that the wrong thing to do? Uh, But my sister was telling me about right, wrong, and wise. And when she told me that was almost the affirmation that I needed to switch my flight because the wise thing for me to do to get this time with them, time is precious at this moment, knowing what we know about my aunt's future. So like, that's the wise thing to do. And it really was, it was life-giving. And it was probably the best 48 hours that I've spent intentionally in a long time, but also focused on relationships and others and building those relationships, which is something I've been trying to do. Like sometimes I've avoided that in my life and I'm really trying to be different with the people in my life. And so that's to me what this weekend was about. And, you know, as we're sitting here today, I'm doing great. I don't know about tomorrow, but I hope this energy stays with me and this healthy perspective of, you know, we have a choice and I know we're going to go through hard times. Anybody listening right now, they might not be in the same position I'm in right now and they might be having the worst day ever and they're on a walk and this is like the thing. They're trying to get out and get the vitamin D and soak up something and maybe listen to this podcast and connect with us. But my encouragement would be, like Kat likes to say on the fifth thing, is have the day you need to have. But also try to see if you can shift your perspective in any way possible. And so, yeah, that's a really long answer to that. How are you question? But I guess I'm just excited to say that my cup is full. So, and I have a really good Instagram post that breaks down the whole weekend. If you all want to go to Radio Amy, I mean, I'm saying it's really good and it's my own post. What I mean is I ha- I put insightful. up like a- It's insightful. insightful. Yes, I put up a thorough <laughs> breakdown of what filled my cup up and what fills your cup up might be different. But for me, I put up 10 pictures of 10 moments and 10 things that happened this weekend that filled me up. And so that's how I'm doing. <laughs> I thank you so much for giving context. I think so much of the time we're so fearful of like sharing how we are really doing. And I think right now on social media, a lot of people are doing like the real, real stuff, the real hard stuff. But then there's this alternative of also like sharing when we feel really, really good and happy and proud and full. And so I think sharing those things are just as important as sharing the hard stuff. And I think when we have family that or friends that become family that we choose, it really just shows us that we do have a choice in our life to surround ourselves with people that make us feel wanted and cared for and loved. And I, as you were talking about your aunt, I have someone very similar that is my mom's best friend that I call my tia Anna. She's not blood, but I know that she would do absolutely anything for me always and forever. So 
I really appreciate that answer. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. 
When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I guess my next question is kind of a good segue is like you share so much about your life and your story and I know we've all kind of heard how you got into radio all that story but I kind of just was curious were you really intentional about sharing your life like did you make it a conscious decision like I'm going to be on radio if I want to be good at this if I want this to go somewhere I'm going to have to be open and vulnerable or did you feel like it was a natural unfolding that something was just gifted to you and it just kind of came easy to be vulnerable and share your whole life and now you're this public figure with all these platforms that you do share your stories and it's not easy. Like I was just thinking this morning as I was getting ready for this, like it's not easy to put yourself out there. It's nerve wracking and it's intimidating, but I feel like you're so much better on the side of things that are nerve wracking and intimidating when you see that growth. Okay. Well, thinking back to when I very first started radio, I wasn't super nervous. I think I obviously had nerves doing something that I had never done before. I mean, there's days I go into work now after doing the show for almost 16 years and I have nerves about maybe something we're going to do. But when it came to sharing, that just always kind of came naturally to me. And so whether it was like hormonal stuff, infertility things, like I just didn't mind saying like, hey, heads up, I might be snippy today because of this or that, or if the guys would make fun of my sweater that I was wearing, I would start, you know, bawling, crying. Like we would fight on air. And I guess some of that was a little bit refreshing to people in a way, because we were just like truly friends around the microphone. But then when real life things would happen, like, yeah, my infertility or my husband being deployed to Afghanistan, or I mean, I got married when I had first joined the show. So we walked through me dating Air Force guy and what that was like, and then his deployments. And then my mom was diagnosed with cancer. So then we started to sprinkle in. We all did. I mean, Bobby experienced the loss of of his mother before I did. And he got the call from his sister on the show one day and he didn't bring it up right away. But what was crazy to me is he can compartmentalize. So he hung up the phone with her and kept doing the show like nothing happened. And then I'm on my mic bawling, crying, but like trying to still pull it together and do the show. But it was easy for me to just show up. And to be clear, we don't share everything. And even sharing my mom's cancer journey, I got her permission. Like anytime I would share anything, I had her permission. On the flip side of that though, there have been times where I've shared stuff about friends or family that I didn't think was gonna be a big deal. And so I didn't ask and it ended up causing conflict. And so I had to really create certain boundaries and remember other people don't always want every single story told on the radio. And trust me, there's some stories I wish I could go back. Hopefully they've disappeared 
for a long time, you know, they were somewhere on iTunes or way back in the day before yeah. podcasts. So who knows where they are? But there, there were days I would get in my car and be like, oh, why does this have to live forever? I need to erase today's show. But like my sister is someone who likes to uh, share and talk, but not necessarily on a microphone. Like she would come up to the station sometimes. My mom and my sister, we would do different things or bits where they would come up and she would step in front of the microphone and instantly her chest would start just turning red and like breaking out in hives because she just wasn't that comfortable, which is ironic because now she's got her own TV show on HGTV coming <laughs> out in April called Building Roots. Shout out. I'm so proud of her. Um, but that was outside of her comfort zone for sure, but not her husband's. And her husband's like, we can do this. Like, it's awesome. And now she's so proud of herself for for accepting the challenge and doing it. And she hopes that it'll be, you know, just a really cool experience for their family. Of course, she doesn't want people to waste their time and she wants everybody to be involved for it to be a successful thing. But if, if it's not, it's not something she's chasing. So she's going to be okay. Like, they'll be fine. But that's just to show she's my blood sister, my full sister, and our personalities are very different when it comes to how comfortable we are in front of a microphone. So to kind of go back to your very original question, I think it's just a natural thing for me. But I do sometimes have to pause in my brain and be like, oh, da, da, da. I don't know that I'm going to share that out of respect for other people in my life, or maybe it's just not an area of my life that I feel like needs to be shared either yet or ever. And that's okay. It's really interesting to hear about like how you filter the things and the boundaries that you've created over time. And I think as you've been in the industry for so long, like learning from past mistakes and growing from that. And I think, again, there's growth in that. And very much like what I was saying at the beginning, how your sister said she's so happy that she did this. Maybe it's not something that's natural to her doing the TV show, but I do feel like there's so much goodness on the other side of like our fear and nervousness. And for you that it comes natural, there's other components to this side of things too about sharing your life that you may not have been able to look at or experience without taking these steps and doing these things and saying and sharing the stuff that you have shared online. Well, we just tried to have a perspective of there's someone listening that maybe needs to hear whatever you're sharing. So we try to just picture the audience as one person and maybe something I've shared doesn't affect anybody, but maybe something I've shared will resonate and connect with one person, whether it's through laughter or tears or a different type of story or whatever emotion is ignited. Like when they're on their way to work or now with podcasting, listening, you know, when they're driving home from work. I mean, because we used to be a morning show that you, you had to catch us in the morning. I mean, this is the early, early days or you didn't really catch like the whole show. And now you can listen at different points and you can be flexible throughout your day, but still feel connected. So anyway, wherever that one person is, we'll see. And not every show is going to hit. Not every show is going to be super important. But over the years, we do have some super impactful, important shows that will forever have a special place in my heart that I will never forget. Like I might have been the one person that was affected by the show. But I think our hope is that by sharing certain things, again, even if it's laughter or something silly or some, you know, some street bid that Lunchbox is doing <laughs> or some joke or funny song Bobby's playing. Like maybe someone needed that laugh that day. They needed that distraction. They needed that. Or if there's a story that really hits home and connects and maybe 
brings about tears in them. Maybe they needed that cry in that moment, or they needed to not feel alone, and they needed to feel seen like, oh, I'm not the only person in this position right now. So, but if y'all are podcast listeners, you know, like that's what we, we want to do is that people don't want to feel alone. That's why we're here doing what we're doing. That's why you're here, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no. And I've been listening. I remember when I first started really listening to the show, there was always so much comfort. This was like when I graduated college back in 2014, when you guys were on iHeartRadio, I didn't really know like much about podcasting space. And um, it was just always comforting to know that you guys are going to be there and it's going to be long form. And it was something I could listen to when I was in my car doing a lot of home health work. And um, I think that there's just also this sense of comfort that comes from this type of space and this type of sharing that I think a lot of people are very attracted to, um, whether it's something they actually need or something that um, maybe they needed and they didn't even know that they needed. So where did you go to college? I went to UT Austin. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hook them. Yeah, that's, yeah, hook them. I mean, yeah. technically we're rivals because I went to Texas A&M, but I, know, I grew up I in Austin, so I don't really. It's like you're like a half and half. Yeah. Yeah. I was a two percenter at AM. Okay. So I went to a tour at AM and I was considering going to either Texas or AM. And I called my mom and I said, I don't think I can come here because I'll be a two percenter. Like, I don't know if I'll fit in and like belong. Like, I don't know if I can do all the things. Um, but I found my place in Austin. And my mom gave me a lot of comfort and like you can always change your mind. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to stay this course. We were driving up to the dorm in Austin and she just said like, you can change your mind if you don't like it here. And that was always so comforting and something I think about even 29 year old today, something that I think about to this day, like I can always change course, which is a big thing that happened with my career. Here I am 29 getting my master's. So, well, Jackie, that right there, what you said just resonated with someone. And I feel like Someone needed to hear, it's okay to change your mind because there's fear in that or there's this like stigma attached to it that like, oh, I've been doing this or this is how I was or this is who I've been for this, this, this. I can't change my mind because there might be some judgment with that or you know what I'm trying to say. I do, but it's really helpful because I something that I wanted to bring up is that I think you, I hear you a lot talk about how you feel bad about things that you've shared in your past when you first started this podcast, which I have been, I've probably listened to, it's kind of embarrassing and cringy to say, but like probably about like 95% of your episodes I've listened to on the four things, like literally long time, super crazy listener. But I hear you say a lot that you feel bad about the things that you might have shared prior to your healing and your from your eating disorder. And I want to tell you, like, it is such a gift what you don't see for the listeners. Like, you're able to show us in real time what it looks like to change your mind and to grow and to choose something that we don't have to keep choosing the same patterns that we can heal in real time. So I just want to give you some encouragement because, you know, it's something that weighs heavy on you. You feel like you may have caused damage or some things that you wish you wouldn't have shared. But I think looking back, it's so comforting to know we can change our mind. We don't have to be a product of the choices that we made in the past. We can choose something different for ourselves. And I think you're a huge example of that because in order to heal, we need self-awareness. We need acknowledgement and we need to change, therefore, from those things that we have learned. So just something to, to just share with you. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. 
It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. 
Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. So I think one other question that I have, or maybe if we can do two more is, I guess if you could write a letter or give advice to your younger self, what would you say and why? I think that I would tell myself to not fear connection. And it probably would be just short and sweet in that way, like true emotional connection And I don't think that was modeled to me through my dad or my mom, even though they were really amazing parents. I think that they both had different things in their life that caused them to kind of emotionally not connect. And it kind of took me almost becoming a mom. And then also even some really honest friends sharing with me how they felt. And, you know, that's hard (laughs) to hear about yourself that you may not be connected or or care. And I think that it takes work. And once you, again, you mentioned self-awareness and it doesn't happen overnight. And I realized it too, becoming a mom, because I looked at how I wasn't really connecting with my adopted kids. (laughs) I mean, whether I had biological or adopted, it was going to probably show up in this way. Like manifest. Yeah. And I was just able to talk, luckily had therapists in my life and different friends that I've been able to talk through it with and even my sister. And just this last weekend, even with my Aunt Lisa and Amanda and, you know, Aunt Lisa, she confirmed, she's like, Amy, I know you didn't get this from your mom. I know that that is something you really truly needed. She's like, but it's okay. Like you don't have to continue this. Like they, even my cousin, they both knew it. Like it just, there wasn't this, it's hard to look back and say now, because I don't want it to be like I'm talking bad about my mom, but I don't think I truly knew it at the time. Unfortunately, it took till she passed away and then a lot of work and growth on my part where I was like, oh, and it's not to like pass the you know blame to her by any means. I have to take responsibility, but everybody has different life experiences that shape who they are. And then it gives them, like you said, that filter that we all have through different things that we can take it through. And then we just that's our filter. And so I have to reframe that and try to connect in my own ways and look for it and practice it, practice connection. It takes, I'm not going to be perfect out of the gate. Some people have been connecting since they were little and that's a gift that they have and they're really good at it. And you know, sometimes I have to fight being jealous of those people because I don't need to be. Like I have other things that I know I'm good at, but this is obviously something that's important. Connection is key to relationships and life. And that's what I would write to myself because that had, had I started the process of learning how to truly connect at a younger age, I'd obviously be further along. But I'm also okay knowing that I learned when I learned and I'm still honestly still in the thick of of learning it and that that's the cool part right i can i can see it i can see it happening and hopefully it'll life will only get richer because of it because of those connections in my second half of my life i mean i'm yeah. 40 41 now and if you think that the average life 
the life expectancy is what, 78 and a half years old, I think. So here I am halfway through <laughs> life. So I got maybe 40 more good years to go. And I hope to really make some true connections in those coming years. I think it's so interesting that like behind the microphone, you feel so comfortable sharing and everything. And then when you're kind of in real life, there's this disconnect. And I talk a lot about it in therapy with my therapist about you want to get integrated. It's like a salt and pepper shaker where the top is going one way and then the bottom is going the opposite way. And it's like you want to get in sync and fully integrated. And this acknowledgement that you're talking about from your past and kind of, and again, like you said, it's nothing about your mom, but it's like, you're aware of that now you're taking responsibility of how that's manifested in your life. And you're choosing to do better, not only for your children and your husband and your family and your friends, but for yourself too. Cause ultimately you get to be part of those relationships. You get to have that emotional intimacy. You get to have that richer, more truer, more beautiful experience with the people that are around you too. And good on your friends for having those hard conversations with you. I'm sure at the time it felt like they were upset or mad at you, but I think it truly shows how much they loved you and how much they do love you. So yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I love that. Okay. So when do you feel more like you're most like yourself? Like, I think we're all crazy all the time. Like, I think a lot of people that listen to this show, at least me included, like, I feel again, like very just like not integrated a lot of the time, like crazy crying, screaming, my poor husband deals with my mess all the time. But when do you feel most comfortable, like most confident, most self-assured and at ease? Like, I know right now you said your cup is full, but I feel like there's a little bit of a difference. Like when you feel most great in your skin and you're like, wow, today was a, a solid day or however you want to take it. Yeah. Just to reference back to this weekend, it is different because I was, it's so funny you, you asked that question because I sat down on my aunt's sofa on Saturday morning at like 645 with a cup of coffee with them. And I instantly had, we were drinking out of little mugs that we call the Judy mugs because that was my mom's name. And she loved little dainty, thin, flowery mugs. And she gifted my aunt some. So that's what we were using. So obviously there was some emotion there. And then knowing that what my aunt is facing and what my cousin is going through, I was met with emotion and almost started crying. But then this peace just came over me. And I looked at them and I said, y'all, this is the most comfortable I have been in a long time. But it, I don't think it leans to the question of like when I'm my most confident. So I see where you're saying it's different, the type of answer you're looking for. But I'll just kind of give a little double answer yeah. of like, sometimes you need to reset, find your people that know you and love you no matter what, which again, these are people from when I was born. Yeah. And- they know the ickiness of my family. They know a lot of ickiness with me. They know they've they've experienced life and they can just sit with you and you can sit with them in the in the hard stuff. And when that peace came over me, that's what it was. It was like, I have had a very crazy, you know, year for sure. It probably started late 2020 where things were out of control. And I probably haven't felt that comfortable. Like, I don't know, sitting down on her couch, like it was just, yes, this piece. And when it comes to just day-to-day, like feeling my best, I probably have a, a few more answers to this. That's fine. I love doing what I do and hosting and different things. So if we have an event where maybe 
I'm on stage or we've done something really cool at work. Like the energy that I feel from that is confidence. Like I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do my best, hopefully nail it. Um, I tend to walk away from those things energized and motivated and yes, confident. And I love that my job has given me those types of opportunities because it's not lost on me that some people are not energized by the work they get to do. So I'm thankful for that. But that I like want to cling to that confidence sometimes because I don't always have it. But I'm like, whatever this is that I'm feeling right now, bottle it up and I need to splash it on myself every day because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like this is fun for me. It's my jam. So there's that. But then I'm also, you'll find me most days in leggings, minimal makeup, maybe some (laughs) sunscreen, my hair in a ponytail and like a sweatshirt and on a walk, like soaking up the vitamin D, having that time, whether it's alone or with friends, I feel so good after something like that. That's actually another thing we did in Austin that filled my cup up. We went to Town Lake, hike and bike. Now it's Lady Bird Lake, all the the new people call it that. But (laughs) I mean, I went to Austin High, which is right on Town Lake. And the memories on that trail run deep. They are no joke. Like it's always Town Lake for me. (laughs) Yes. And we were working it, but something about for me being outside with nature. And I guess that also makes me think of Colorado, which is where my sister is. And that's one of my favorite places ever. If I could just move somewhere, even though the snow is hard, (laughs) which people that live where there's a lot of (laughs) snow, they're probably listening right now like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get through it. It's just a season and it's worth it because summer there is amazing. So I would move to Pagosa Springs and be outdoors and I would ski and I would hike in the summer and I would work at my sister's coffee shop and I would be relaxed and confident and calm doing that kind of stuff too. And again, with my sister, like she also is someone that makes me feel more confident. There's something about our bond that I really appreciate and have learned to appreciate the older we've gotten. But I was always the annoying little sister. Same, Um, same, same. So she she finally got on board with our connection (laughs) later too, (laughs) after I stopped being annoying. But I think going through the loss of both of our parents together has created even more of a bond. And I feel that even with my half-brother and half-sister, even though I'm not as close to them, I am. Like, I don't care what they need. They pick up the phone, they call, they need it. Like, I'm there. So I know not everybody has sibling relationships like that. So that in this moment is allowing me to be super, super thankful for those relationships that make me more confident because they're part of me. They make me up. They're who I am. They help me be who I am. They're my family. And how interesting that all of these things come back to connection. Mm. Like all Mm -hmm. of it comes back to connection. You were talking about sitting on the couch with your aunt and with your cousin. And that's like a a place where you can be without a mask, right? You can be your true self. They know you from before to the middle to now. And then you were talking about work when you're in flow and you're feeling creative. And then when you're in nature, I don't know, all of those things just remind me of being connected and feeling like 
just grounded, grounded in yourself and grounded with those around you. So I think it's really important, I don't know, for people to just like think about that and think about when they feel the best, who they feel the best around, why do they feel good? Why do they feel comfort at ease, at peace, confident, and try to create more of those experiences in their life, I think is something that we all kind of want. Cause maybe it's not necessarily happiness that we're chasing. I don't think that cause we're not meant to be happy all the time, No, but I think we're meant to feel comfortable comfortable, like comfortable in our bodies, comfortable with our emotions, comfortable in our experiences. And I don't know, I think you talked about that in so many different ways of your life. And even with your sister, I don't know, that's so relatable. My sister is the same. She's my big sister, three years above me. When I called her to say that I was going to do this, like, I wish I could bottle up her reaction and like keep it forever. I wish I would have recorded it because I didn't expect how she was going to react. She reacted like crazier than I did. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, I almost thought I was going to have to fake because I thought you were going to say something about someone that I had no clue. She was like, but you, this is so huge for you. So finding those people, bottling them up, getting those feelings and trying to recreate them as much as you can is I think how we can live a more comfortable life. Yeah. I think maybe you mentioned something about someone making you feel warm on Tuesday's episode, this last Tuesday's fifth thing, Kat and I talk about being warm. We talk about that exact oh God, thing yeah, um, and having that warm feeling with people and who makes you feel warm and not everybody's going to, and unfortunately, I'm going to not make some people feel warm. Yeah. And I have to accept that. I mean, it doesn't mean I intentionally go out and I'm like, ah, who cares? I'll just do whatever I yeah. want by any means. But that's a hard thing for some of us to accept. And that's what I've been working through is it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't mean either person necessarily did awful things by any means. There just might not be like a warm, safe connection. We also broke down like being warm or feeling warm, like literally like in your pants. We talk about how like if you laugh too much, you might pee or like if you have to pee, you just, or maybe even not, like you just have to go to the bathroom so bad and you don't make it, which- Hello, that's another thing, like welcome to being 40. <laughs> I haven't even had kids yet, but we we had a little theme in the episode of being about warm. warmness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about feeling, hey, there's so much comfort in being warm. So yeah. I love that. This is so wonderful that you are able to do with us and a way for you to not only connect with everybody, but I think it just shows um, that you do desire this. You do desire to be connected with your community. I don't know. I think that that's, those are really my big four questions that I have. I don't really know if you have any questions for me. I would love to hear four things that you're thankful for, if you'd like to share that. Yeah, I would love to share that. I'm super thankful for this time. Um, It's been so fun to get to know you and to be able to do this. Again, I think there's a lot of growth that comes behind things that make us feel scared and excited. So thankful for this time. I'm thankful for spring break. I'm on spring break right now. And any day, yes. Oh, so good. I feel like that feeling that you're talking about, like bottling up on a Saturday before a long break that I have, like waking up and knowing I'm about to embark on a long break. That's something I love to hold on to and like bottle up. So good. So I'm thankful for spring break. I'm thankful for my cup of coffee this morning. Every day, I'm thankful for a great cup of coffee. I'm thankful for heating pads. It sounds so like tiny, but my back has been horrible the last two days. And I've been just like sitting and resting with my heating pad. And it has been a game changer. 
Awesome. I love that. I don't think it's small or horrible. It's probably reminding some people, oh yeah, maybe I need to bust out a heating pad. I actually have my mom's heating pad from the 70s and we still use it. But to be honest, I'm scared that one day it's just going to catch fire. And <laughs> like an electrical hazard, like a fire yeah, hazard. Like literally. something's <laughs> going to go wrong, but I can't seem to part with it. And it's so special. And yeah, of course. Totally retro looking, but um, we might have to retire it soon. But you mentioned coffee, so I would love to hear how you take your coffee. Oh, so good. Okay, so my sister got us a French press for Christmas, and I've never had coffee that way. Delicious. So I've been taking it that way, but I'm going to shamelessly plug one of my friend's coffee shops, Lossie's Coffee. Um, he and his wife, they moved from Puerto Rico and they live down in Laredo where I'm from originally and they started their own coffee shop. So I love to roast their beans and then just put it in my like old school Mr. Coffee and put my coffee with a little bit of nut pods in there, hazelnut or sweet cream, mix it on up and have my coffee. That's what I awesome. like to do. Yeah. I love it. I love hearing the different ways because you never know like if someone might be inspired to switch things up or try yeah. out a new coffee. Dosis. How do you spell that? D-O-S-I-S. D-O-S-I-S. And what does that mean? It means like dose. So it's like your daily dose of caffeine. Their tagline is come for coffee, stay for friends. It's really cute. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you, Jackie, for coming on. This is your episode. So if, is there anything else you want to say before we say bye? No, um, I guess if you want to quickly share four things you're thankful for, I know you have your four things gratitude journal, which is super cute. I don't have one yet, but that's on one of my lists for hopefully graduation to get. So, well, I would love to send you one. So you I'm going to do that. Yep. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, for graduation and for coming on and doing this, which we don't have that many gratitude journals left. So, um, and I don't shout know. out shop Esquire. <laughs> Yes, shopespoir.com. And we have a thing going on right now where we're trying to fundraise for the orphanage where my kids are at. Like the day-to-day fees there are good or expenses, I guess I should say. Those are being met, but we have some unexpected needs that came up um, regarding security, the well where they get water and the school that is there. So education, water, security, three very important things. And so that is something where if you know, you shop right now, all proceeds are going to that. And that's the orphanage where my kids live. That's where I first met them. It's one of the first places I ever went in Port-au-Prince and I would visit there all the time. I'm heartbroken. We haven't been able to go back in years because of security (laughs) and it's not safe to go, which is why the wall there and security there is so important. The kids can't really leave. So that's why the school being there is important. And if you would like to help out, yeah, shopespa.com and it's ESPWA. And yeah, we do have gratitude journal if there's any even left after kind of this fundraiser, but I'll be sending you one, Jackie. And Ooh, then, you. you know, you mentioned having a four things zip pouch and we have four things totes. And we even were playing around with shirts that say Bobby, Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie. And any, so oh, those that's are so the four cute. things. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would wear, again, like I would, I would probably wear something like that. I think it's cute. Star necklace. Like um, we have a lot of different things and Pimp and Joy. And we're just really focused on trying to in this, this weekend, these few days to try to send as much love and support their way as we possibly can. And so to answer your question about four things of gratitude for me, I'm thankful for my daily harvest smoothie. I love their smoothies and 
I opted for ginger and greens today, which I add a scoop of spirulina in it. So that's why it's oh, nice. basically like turquoise, but trying trying to get that extra nutrients. I am thankful for you, Jackie, this opportunity to connect with listeners and me being able to take the time to do this listener-led series is super important to me. It's special. Like I'm so thankful that the idea came to me one day of where I knew I kind of wanted to do an extra thing, like the walk thing, but I was like, what does it look like? Or what's my content going to be? And then I want to know more about you that are listening. And so being able to do this gives me that opportunity. And again, just helps create community. So it's ironic because we're strangers, even though we're not. Like I like to think of us as a community, but we're kind of strangers. And so this weird thing that has been difficult to unpack, especially for people in my life that have been close to me for all these years, are like, I see you connecting with people that you barely know, but like you don't even connect with me. Mm, so yeah, work through that one in therapy, but <laughs> that's hard with people that I don't really know. I don't really have a fear of them abandoning me or leaving me yeah. or not can, you know, there's already like a, there's a barrier. It's already. safe. It's a safe connection. Like you and I are connecting right now, but it's safe. Like, whereas, and you know, this is just the theory from the experts in my life, but like that other people that I have formed relationships with, it's not as safe because there's, care involved. There's feelings like there's potential of getting too close and then getting hurt or that person leaving. And, you know, we can break that down and date it back to my dad leaving when I was a child and just protecting myself. So that's just something I wanted to address when it comes, because we're talking about connection, how I want to do this podcast. And I've wanted to connect with listeners all along the 16 years, like when I joined the show, like, but that was obviously something that was weird and hard for people close to my life, even when I started the show, because I was that way. I wasn't connecting with people literally in my life, but I was connecting with strangers that I never met. Does that make sense to you? Yes. No, because I feel like even with this, I told a very select few of people, not even very many, because it's hard. It's hard again to put yourself out there. You don't know what other people are going to think. You're not sure. And I think people that are people pleasers worry a lot about the way that they're being perceived and not so much about feeling safe and comfortable. And I think there's a lot of trust that goes into real human relationships. Something I'm working on in therapy of myself is like trusting the people that are saying you can trust me and I can hold this and share space with you. So it's just, it's hard. It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy fix. So just know that there's comfort in that, but that this is like a small way to do that. And the skills that you have here, you can always then generalize outside. That's hopefully the goal, right? The more comfortable you feel sharing space with strangers, hopefully will lend itself to when you share it with those that you care about and love and get with a yeah. great therapist. <laughs> for the third thing, thank you for sharing that. But the, for the third thing, I'll say my dog, Kara, she's laying at my feet oh. right now. I love her to death. And uh, then fourth thing, but don't worry, Maggie too. She's my cat. She's just not in here right now. Uh, fourth thing would be my chiropractor. I know you mentioned Ooh. your back has been a little bit <sighs> off. My chiropractor. Well, my friend Kara married a chiropractor. Okay. And his name is Gary and he will, they'll both come over. She likes to come over, see the kids, hang out, and then he'll set up. He'll even work on Stashira a little bit at times. And Stashira's always like, ah. But he has been doing some numbers on my neck and back lately that have felt like I dream about them. Like the pop, <laughs> that whatever the he's doing, the release that I'm feeling. 
I've been like, oh, I wish I could have gear. I, of course, I can't have him yeah. come over every day. I'm also <laughs> paying him and I have to be realistic. But even though it's nice of him to come to the house because he does work like in an office. Yeah. So I've been so thankful for him. I've gotten so much relief the last week or two from him. And he even did some cupping um, Ooh, on my so back. Good. So that part was cool and felt fancy. Yeah. Uh, it was, you could like see the inflammation like yeah. rising to the skin, like because it was darker um, wherever my body was inflamed. And I mean, it's worth a try. He said some people get results with it, some people don't, but it just depends. Some people think it's cuckoo, but he's like, yeah. look, I'm not into sometimes there's like cuckoo things attached to the cupping. He's like, but I'm about the science behind it. Yeah. And to me, like it's a hundred percent fact that that inflammation is coming to the surface. Yeah. So he's like, for me, that's that's a good thing. So those are my four things. Thank you for asking. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much again for spending so much of your time with me. I'm sure you're super busy, Um, but this was so great. And I feel so honored and humbled to be able to share space with you. So thank you again. Thank you for coming on. I know originally I'm trying to make these about like 30 minutes. I know. Here we are. No, here we are. I enjoyed our chat so much and you offered so much wisdom and insight. And I think where you are in life and your education and your life experience, thank you for sharing some of that. Again, it was helpful. So that's what's going to be cool about this series is seeing what the listeners can also bring to the table for other listeners because you were vital to this conversation. And I'm thankful for the email. So yeah, four things with amybrown at gmail.com is where y'all can send notes. And if you want to just put listener Q&A in the subject line or (laughs) the walk thing or whatever it is. And if you happen to listen to this episode while you were walking, well, then you got in a really nice long walk and high five to you for moving. But if you're listening to this while you're laying down, hey, you got a really nice relaxing break, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. um, (laughs) Hopefully. And if you're listening to this while you're, you know, doing errands or, or whatnot, hopefully you got a lot accomplished and you feel good about that. And we were happy to be a part of whatever you were doing. And Jackie, thank you so much. Again, I keep saying thank you, but be on the lookout for an email so that I can send you a gratitude journal. Just need your address. And why don't we say bye to everybody? Bye. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. 
In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.